emotional value might be one of the most limited values in the world that kids can immediately increase emotional value in everybody around them. Yeah. The education system is just an assembly line. It does not breed value creators. If you try to shortcut it and you give them an allowance or you just cover things for them or you do things for them, they're never going to actually learn it themselves. Yeah. That's that's really the point of it. Hey guys, it's Caleb Williams with Hey everyone, welcome to a very special episode of the Bear Wolf Podcast. I am here, my good friend Scott Donald. Howdy, everybody. We have a brand new book coming out that I want every single person to buy. If you if you know kids, if you have kids, if you're grandparents, or if you even are in a neighborhood that have children, they need to get this book. And uh, I'm just excited to dive into your story. Yeah, man. Some like greatest hits from the value kid <laughs> and. Um, so without further ado, if people don't know who you are, give them a little bit of backstory, like we're talking two or three minutes of like who you are and why you decided to write this book, Value Creation Kid. Because the first thing that I thought when you told me about this book is I was like, why are you the first person to come up with, like, why isn't there a hundred Value Creation Kid books out there? You're the first one to do. You think there'd be more. Um, no, Dan Sullivan told me this once. He actually said, the best books in the world are the books that have ancient wisdom that everyone's forgotten. Think about the best books you've ever read. It's like no-brainer stuff that everybody just got away from for some reason. And I think this is this is one of them. So this idea of value creation kid kind of comes from the 6 million families that I've been able to help in all of our businesses up until this point. And it's basically this idea that how about instead of followers and TikTok likes and the cool clicks and being popular looking good. Why don't we focus our kids on creating real value in the world? Yeah. As their main motivation. Kids have are they're born with incredible gifts and skills and talents to really help the world. And if you focus on them and you teach them to create value from those, mm -hmm. it actually is it's the guarantor for success. Yeah. It actually sets them up on the right path. It's the antidote for entitlement. It's the antidote for anxiety and self-doubt. It's the antidote for laziness and victimhood. And if a kid learns how to create value all around them, starting in the home, then with their community, then their friends, um, it's it's like the rock, it's the fuel yeah. that they need to succeed. And so that's the point of the book. It's the healthy struggles your children need to succeed. I love it. One of the things that I, I talk about is the inflation protection is creating value. I believe the the value value creation is one of the most valuable things that we can learn to do. It's the most valuable thing that you can teach your kids. Yep. And as a business, it's like, what is a business? It's a, something that provides a service or a product and people exchange what we call currency money for value. And it's like, it's kind of like one of the most basic things. And when you look at all the craziness in the world, you're like, Man, if we just would teach people to lean in, if we would teach our children to lean into this, free so, value. Yeah. So here's the big question: What is your definition of value creation? So we have value creation is something that adds value to your life and others. So there's three types of value creation in the book that we talk about. The first one is material value. Okay. What you create and produce, right? That we teach kids the economy in like one minute. We're like, forget all the news, find a problem and solve that problem. Find a need or a want and fill it. Yeah. Have the lens 
and look at the world and find ways to add that value. So that's material value, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody wants a booger sandwich. That's actually one of our top shows on our Smart Money Parenting podcast. But the second value is emotional value. How you think, how you feel, how you help other people think and feel. Emotional value might be one of the most limited values in the world that kids can immediately increase emotional value in everybody around them. Yeah. So it's the way you treat people adds value to their life. So, you know, someone on the playground who's hurting, somebody who's alone at lunch, someone who needs help in school, helping your teacher. You know, I have all these stories in the book that talk about I was not the smart kid, yeah. but I ended up being valedictorian, president's cup, like the best straight A's for like 15 years just because I learned how to create value for the teacher and create value for the class. And that's how business works. That's how everything works. And so material value, emotional value, and then the last one, spiritual value. How you can connect people to something greater than themselves. Mm -hmm. How do you get their eye off of themselves and onto greater purpose in the world? You know, for me personally, that's Jesus. Um, Other people find it in other ways. I haven't found a better way. But helping other people connect something greater. Actually, here's a great example of spiritual value. We're going to put a man on the moon and bring him back safely by the end of the 60s. Think of how much that brought our country together. It it connected us to something greater. That's not material or emotional value. That's spiritual value that lifts people up to something above themselves. And I think people need to do that or else you'll focus on yourself and you start to drown in all of these self-doubt issues and limiting beliefs and so that's the purpose of this book which is have the lens to create value in the world and that's that's the been the dream for me all along and we've been coaching millions of kids in this and their parents are like this is the one truth that has really unlocked our kids success right so what's the framework of the book is it is it three sections is it the three sections of value yeah so we we start by laying that out okay right and then the second part so we kind of lay out the problems and the issues and right you know the education system is just an assembly line and does not breed value creators it actually breeds assembly line rule followers right it's like get this grade to get this uh, college to get this degree, to get this job that's probably not going to be there in 10 years, right? That doesn't work. You have to prepare yeah. kids to look at the world in such a way that how can I extract and create value for myself and make the pie bigger for everybody around me? That's how we're going to solve the biggest problems in the world, whether it's the environment or the economy or resources or the polarity of politics. Like All this stuff is how do you create value? And so the second section of the book, we get into what we call the gravy stack method which I know we'll probably talk sometime in the future. Sure. But please tease it because, again, this is kind of like everyone that's like, hey, I want to be a part of this. Okay. That's the next step. So obviously, we're on a mission to create 50 million financially competent kids that are ready to succeed in the real world. So that's the that's the overarching mission of the book. It's the overarching mission of our Smart Money Parenting Show. It's the, the mission of Gravy Stack, which is the world's first bank for kids and teens that plays like a game. So we use fun games with a real bank account to teach kids real-world skills to be value creators with a real bank. So there's 100 games they play to become fully financially competent. So in the book, it's all the principles behind the app. It's how do you create value? What's your job in the home? How do you create a home economy in the home? How do you remove bribery and coercion and buy love from your kids and these money issues? How do you have the, the money conversations in the home and the practical skills training in the home? And then we go into financial competency, yep. the 10 rules of financial competency, 
save, spend, share, earn, invest, protect, borrow, create skills, traits. And then the last piece is healthy struggle. Okay. So healthy struggle talks about you don't want to pass on trauma to your kids. Mm -hmm. You don't pass on abuse and neglect and all those issues. It's not tough love. What we're talking about is kids need to go through struggle in a healthy way so that they can use it to create capabilities, which creates confidence, which creates value. So it's we call it the the value creation cycle. You start by helping your kids go through healthy struggles. And every athlete understands this. Which, right? by the way, school almost disincentivizes. That's right. If you get a C on a test, you're like punished. And so it's like, yeah, so I just continue. I just That's exactly right. Like yeah. we we step in for our kids all the time. Parents fight for the play t- playing time in yeah. sports. We fight for the uh, grade in school. I had a friend growing up that their mom got the driver's ed teacher fired when their kid failed the driver's test. It's like you're not helping your kids. You're actually hurting their future. Kids need to understand, oh, I can overcome this. I can push through this. I can learn to build this. I can learn these practical skills to add value. And once I do that, the cycle continues up. So it's all about struggle means capability, which means confidence, which means value. You keep going through that with your kids. We give you 90 healthy struggles in the book that aren't taught in the schools that are critical for the real world. Uh, we're, we're at it again. <laughs> your anti-allowance. Yeah, I, I thought when you shared that with me, I was like, "That's that that could be something that gets gets the chatter going on on YouTube and oh yeah, podcast. Why is allowance hurting your kids?" So there's three problems with allowance. Um, and Jumpstart just did a huge survey uh, study that they came out and they basically showed how allowance was connected to a lack of motivation in kids and an aversion to work. So the three main problems with allowance, and, and by the way, it's the easy button. Right. Like we did some of it. I grew up on some of it. Like every parent's like, I just, I mean, I got to pay my kids something. And what they end up doing is like, oh, I'm going to pay your age a week. Like you're eight years old, you get eight bucks a week. You're 12 years old, you get 12 bucks a week. Well, the problem with allowance is most people just give their kids money for free. Yeah. That's basically socialism. And your kids will never spend that money or invest it or save it wisely if you just give it to them. That is not how the real world works, okay? The second problem is they're like, well, I pay them for chores. They do their chores and then I pay them allowance. Well, then your kids are doing a lot of stuff that they should be doing for free in the home. You should not pay your kids to make their bed, clean their room, get dressed and brush their teeth and probably not even take out the trash and do the dishes. That's your rent, kid. So, And then the other problem is you don't, if a kid's going to do something hard in the house, right? Clean a bathroom or sweep a garage or, you know, something that's big, you need to teach them the individual value that that creates. Yeah. That's five bucks. That's seven dollars. That's two dollars. That's ten dollars. They need to attribute value creation to the work they're actually doing. And then the last problem are the parents that are like, I don't pay my kids anything. They're the good kids. They just do their chores like they're told. Well, congrats. You just raised a bunch of kids that you're now paying for everything for those kids. And you're, they're never learning how to make and manage their own money. And so now they're going to get in the real world, immediately go into debt, immediately going to rely on the bank of mom and dad until you're, they're 30, 40 years old. So you have to create this home economy, which is what we talk about in the book. Right. And and so when, we, when you talk about value creation, whether you're a, a straight up entrepreneur, which you are, or whether you're in the workplace, you could make the argument that 
proactiveness. I don't know if you talk at all about proactiveness in this book. It's all proactive. That's that's like when you talk about, I'm still processing what you said. It's like struggle creates confidence, which creates competency, which creates value. Did I say that? Yeah, struggle creates the capabilities. Capabilities. The abilities to do it, and then that breeds confidence. When a kid creates value. Yeah. By going through healthy struggle and capability yep. and confidence, that's how that's the only way value is created. Yep. If you try to shortcut it and you give them an allowance or you yep. just cover things for them or you do things for them, they're never going to actually learn it themselves. Yep. That's that's really the point of it. So I, I can relate to that because um, early on, like a lot of people would ask me, on the Caleb, how how at 20, 21, 22 are you like helping people with money? And I, I felt back. I was like, well, you didn't ask me at eighteen why. I didn't sell anything for like two, two and a half years while living at my parents, in my parents' house. Yeah, I don't know if you're a big yeah. fan but I just was like, I need to be, comp- like, I need to create competency to create confidence, and that confidence came with conviction. And so that was kind of like, that's it, like, um, you know, C, that C, three to the third degree there you go. framework. So, well, I'll say this too. We, we have a lot of um, parents that are scared of the word entrepreneurship. Hmm. Only 5% of kids... Um, as my friend Gino Wickman, he started EOS and Traction. He he has this book called Entrepreneurial Leap. And what he throws in there is that only about 5% of kids have that gene. Yep. It's like it's built in. Well, those are the kids that from an early age, like I started my first business at age eight making big gecko keychains. And I was raised as a value creation kid. But what you really need to understand is that even if your kids are not entrepreneurs or entrepreneur, they need to learn to become entrepreneurial. Agreed. That's the critical skill because an entrepreneur thinks in terms of solving problems, creating value, where are the needs around me? How can I be of service? Yep. How can I help? Those pe- those kids have built-in delayed gratification. Yep. They have built-in compounding interest and compounding value. They have built-in personal responsibility. Yep. They have built-in like growth mindset like to build. That's what all kids need regardless. If you If you want your kids to get a promotion someday, They'd better be a value creation yeah. kid. That's the fastest way to promotion, actually. If you want them to get the job in the interview, they have to find a way to add value to the company, yeah. not just apply for the job. Yeah. You go in and you say, here's a hole that I can fill and add yeah. value to your business. You have to be entrepreneurial to be a successful adult. Even if you're not your own business yeah. LLC, you have to have these skills to succeed, especially with the changing job yeah. landscape in our world. Yeah. So if you're listening, I'm at holding up his book, Value Creation Kid. How can people get this book? And we'll obviously have links below. But like, what's the best way to help with this movement that you guys are creating? Yeah, well, we just hit Wall Street Journal bestseller. What? That was a huge win for us. Um, Man. It's getting out to all the schools. A lot of parents are giving it to their friends. Grandparents are buying it for all the kids and grandkids. Um, anywhere books are sold, we're selling them. I mean, so Amazon, obviously, Amazon Audible are the biggest Barnes and Nobles, indie books, everywhere you get a book, we're there. We're in like 40,000 channels. So grab it and uh, thank, please leave a review. Please. That's the one thing everyone forgets to do. They like read the book and they give it to friends and they love it. And then they forget to write a review. That's how we rank. Yes. So just please write a review. What is um, in, in, the, in the book, if you had to pick like top three most controversial things that you wrote about or like surprising things when you were researching or writing, what would those be? Oh, okay. That's your best. That's the best question you could ever ask. The first one is the allowance. So I will yeah, talk about yeah. how to get that. I knew it was the yeah. Because when I heard you say I'm like me, yeah. Brett, you probably hit a chord to some people. But the home economy, the, the answer to the allowance is the home economy. And we'll do a follow up on this. But 
It's the three E's in the house. Expectations, expenses, extra pay. Mm-hmm. If you set up those three things right, your kids are going to be value creator kids. You set up the expectations. You set up their expenses. What they're covering, this is what a lot of parents forget. They pay for everything for their kids until they're out of the house, and it doesn't teach them the right principles of monthly budgeting and yeah. you know making, making and managing the money, and then extra pay. We have over 55 home gigs and brain gigs in the app that are automatically resetting for families, and they just print it off, put it on the fridge, and you got your home economy set up. So that's like the biggest hot button that parents are like. It's like a, it's like a light switch. Yeah, I get it. The other one is um, we did a huge study with a thousand families, and the biggest thing we found is that money is the biggest fight in the home. Sex and money are the two things everyone has conflict over in marriage. Well, you don't fight with about sex in front of your kid, but they hear money stuff all the time. I can't afford that. Do you know how money doesn't grow on trees? Do you know how much that costs? Do you know how hard I worked to get this for you? And you just scarcity. Throw it in my face. Scarcity. Yeah. Amy, did you forget that, pay that bill again? Like there's just all these things that kids hear. And so what they do is they say, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I don't want to bring it up. I'll just deal with it when I'm on my own. I'll just, I got my food, shelter, clothing covered. I'm just not even going to think about it. And so what happens is you miss all those money conversations. And so the biggest thing we really hit in the book is how do you build the kids up? How do you have the money conversations? How do you build the practical skills? So those are two of the biggest. The third one is uh, the education system. That's probably the most controversial piece. We love education. My wife was a first grade teacher in public education. We have, you know, I started the largest school fundraising franchise in America called Apex Leadership Co. We had 6 million families we've served now. I'm deep in the public system. And that's why we're doing Gravy Stack in this book is that's the biggest hole. Yeah. You can't homework your way to money. You can't do a, you know, biz town in fifth grade and expect the kids to be financially competent. Yeah. You can't have a personal finance class in high school where kids actually don't do anything with real money at all. Yeah. You can't homework your way to it. So we really outline the issues and how to solve it and the answer is you got to do it in the home and even if you don't know as a parent exactly what to teach them we give you the roadmap we give you the system like you don't have to be the perfect parent you could be in debt you could not have enough money to cover bills you you could be really struggling and we help you learn alongside your kids so there's no shame there's no guilt there's no fear it's just vulnerable beautiful conversations that connect to the family and that's really been the, the biggest eye-opener, but it's also controversial. The unions don't like us. Yeah. New York Times doesn't like us. Yeah. The system does not want this to get out because it's they're like, well, that doesn't fit our model of education. It's not common core, right? Yeah. We are giving we are giving K through twelve kids everything they need to succeed. Well, it's like, really? Is that why we're twenty two trillion dollars in debt? Is that why 76% of twenty five year olds fail a basic financial literacy test? Is that why credit card debt went up 40% last year for Gen Z. It's like, no, you're missing some things and let us help. Sorry, I went off I went on a little pedestal for a moment, no, I, but it's, it's, I'm mad at this one. Yeah, so there's the, you got the book, you have the podcast, which I want you to talk about in a second. You have the, you're, you're taking banking, you're taking gaming as one, putting it together. It's going to be, it's going to be massive. Gravy stack. Stack your gravy, baby. And we'll have we'll have a link down below, but we'll have a whole other uh, episode where we're going to dive into all of that. Perfect. Man, I don't even know, like, where, what's what's the next step? What's what's the, I mean, you, obviously you have a massive, crazy, big, and hairy, audacious goal out there. 
um i guess it's like what's the what's the next year look like for you from a standpoint of like because you're dealing with things of massive leverage like yeah thousands hundreds of thousands of people can watch content you know millions of people can play games and the full banking side is incredible you have this book out there that obviously it's like you, you can read the title of the book and be like okay i get it yeah. from a standpoint so it's like what's what's the next step as of this like next year yeah we're, well so we've been building the app for 26 months yeah um we've got the founder of amazon pay we raised 10 million dollars we've got yeah. all these incredible people that are helping us build this it's basically all families to yeah. be honest with you everyone who's joined us is like i've got kids how do, how do i help and it really is going to take an army yeah and so you know we are like i said at the beginning we're using ancient simple wisdom and bring it back to the forefront because just a lot of people got busy and forgot about it. And so this next year is all about getting the word out and yeah. creating our army of parents and families who believe in this mission, who believe in financial competency for the next generation. They know there's a hole. Yeah. They don't know exactly how to fill the hole. I mean, even if parents are successful, they don't know what to say and what order. And even if their kids are going to listen half the time. Yeah. So you need that third party app or, or resource to help the kids set it up. And so this next year is just all about getting the word out and helping bring in an army of people. So, I mean, if anyone's listening, the best way you can help, go to gravystack.com slash partner yep. become an affiliate, help us get out into the world, share, share the book and the app with your friends, post it online, like get help us get the word out. That's and the next year. The app's going to be free for, to use. And then if you want to add some of the banking stuff and some the unlock other games, it, that it will be like a paid paid for right yeah so it's free to play half the games for the kids and then the other half the games and the ba all the banking accounts and the yep. money machine and the home economy is like seven bucks a month and then there's a whole parent training for 17 a month so it's yeah basically ten thousand dollars of parent training curriculum for 17 a month yeah and we also have a guarantee like if you're not making that money back in the first month you have a hundred dollar gravy stack guarantee because our games it's a subscription hunt and grocery budget savings, all these tax things. If your kids aren't making you hundreds and hundreds of dollars in the home in the first month, we'll give you your money back. Because you, the kids are actually creating value. We're not just a, we're not just paying us, you're making money by doing this. So yeah. that's the goal of Gravy Stack is we want you to fall in love with your kids again and be like, wow, I'm so thankful my kids are in the house. My kids are an asset, they're not a liability. Yeah, That's what I want parents to be like, switch your framework here. like. There's this whole thing. Kids are $317,000 to raise right now in America. Not in our book. Yeah. Not in our app. We're flipping it on its head, man. I just had a, uh, we just had a, a girl, a teenage girl text us yesterday. She saved $800 on the subscription one alone for her family. She did everything. She handled everything. It's one of the hundred yeah. games in the app. Yep. Another kid saved his mom and dad 20% of the grocery bill from then on out by finding all the coupons. Like it's just practical stuff. And and so yeah, I mean yeah, there's a there's a fee, but Chase Bank is going to charge you ten times more than that yeah. for late fees and monthly. Was it hard to get bank? Uh, bank. That's been the hardest part. We could have just launched the, like some of the games a long time ago and some like just basic debit card, but getting the banking right is critical. And we can talk about that yeah. next time because banking banks make money when you're bad at banking. Yeah, that's why they bury the transaction history. They bury statements. They don't show you the flow of money. Yeah. They don't give you any interest rates on stuff. We're just giving it all right back. Like we're going to give like three, four percent on savings alone, auto investing, like all these things for the kids. Um, last thing, and then we're going to wrap this up. 
it's very rare for me to be speechless. And there's been multiple times where I'm like, what are, what are the five to 10 questions that I should ask you? Um, you have an amazing podcast that you do with a good friend of yours. It's, it's about yeah. parenting, smart money parenting. Okay. Yeah. I do it with my buddy, Chad. Um, I actually, I'm really glad we're doing this because, you know, better wealth, what you're doing, most people that are in wealth management and financial, but it's a numbers game for them. Yes. There's very few people in this industry that do the numbers game for the client. Right. And the people that are out front, like the education side you have, the way that you have the fees structure set yeah. up, like you are a protected small group of people right. that are doing it right. Right. You're doing it right. Chad's doing it right. There's a handful of people that do it the right way. And those are the people I want to support. And so that's why we're doing this show. And I'm I'm all in on what you're doing for sure. And so Smart Buddy Parenting is basically the same stuff you're doing, but it's for family. So 20-minute topicals. And I love it. You know, like really short on the way to school, on the way to school and back while you're doing a workout, like very simple, all topical. How do you teach your kids how to spend right? How do you talk about um, investing with your kids. What does debt mean for kids? Like that. Is there is there been a favorite podcast that you've done? Because you 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 guys do a really good job, like with the cuddles and you're, and it's just a discussion you're talking through about like. Yeah, I uh, my favorite one is nobody wants a booger sandwich. Okay. Um, I've been doing these business fairs for fun for ten yeah. years, and now we have fifteen hundred of them around the world. Children's Business Fair dot com. It's a free thing you can sign up. Well, I've been teaching tons and tons of kids about the economy. What does it mean to make profit? What is it? How do you pitch? Like, how do you have a small business on a Saturday? Yep. And so I just break the whole thing down in five minutes for a five-year-old to understand. And so it's titled Nobody Wants a Booger Sandwich. It's by far our most listened to show. And uh, it's hilarious when you just, everyone thinks that the word economy or capitalism or the market is GDP, inflation, like it's too complicated. You just need to simplify for kids. And once kids can understand it, the secret win is that parents now understand yeah. it. And they've never been explained it in the easy way. So that's how we do it here. It's like, if you can't explain it to a five-year-old, it doesn't belong in our system. I love it. Uh, last question has nothing to do with your book, Greatest Act podcast, but it could have everything to do with what you're up to. And it's uh, the legacy question, which is that this is your last day on there and you're with your wife, your family, and the people that you love the most. You can't give them the book. You can't give them any of your videos. You just have one last conversation. What are you going to share in that conversation? I'd probably go on a walk around the block with the family and the dog and just enjoy the heck out of it. My um, parents dropped us off, dropped me off for college when I was 18. And I got the two best pieces of wisdom I've ever been given in my life <laughs> my mom gave me a hug and before she cried and got in the car she said if it doesn't point to jesus there's no point that i will take with me to the day i die so she gets in the car and it's just me and my dad he shakes my hand and in his hand is a 50 dollars bill and he just looked at me and he goes son tip well and he got in the car and left and everything you need to know about life is encompassed in those two comments. If it doesn't point to Jesus, there's no point and tip well. Can you unpack the tipping well? It's a mindset of generosity. It's a mindset of empathy and care. It's a mindset of there's enough to go around. It's and you're blessed to be a blessing to the world. So share it.
there you go. Guys, for many of you, because I've talked to many of you, and you're like, why aren't schools teaching us about money? We need better financial literacy. I'm, I'm here to tell you, this book is the real deal. Podcast, Greatest Stack is going to be massive, massive. And it's an honor to have you on the show. Um, thank you for who you are. Thank you for the values that you bring. And uh, thank you for being front and center about helping our kids actually understand this idea of value and to lean into value because we have a lot of victim mentality clouds uh, around us. I would I would argue that the education system kind of has a victim mentality cloud around it. It also is going to be very threatening, but it's going to be very freeing. So, well, I was so happy to be here. And next time we do the interview, remind me to tell you about how I just got asked to write the national literacy standards for money and what I said. So <laughs> subscribe for more, please. <laughs> Take care.